Thanks for tuning in to the High School at 12 Stone Church Ministry Podcast. Let this conversation be a source of truth and encouragement. Let's lean into this week's topic. Welcome to the 12 Stone Church High School Ministry Podcast. I am Chase DePue and I serve as the high school pastor here at our central campus. And I have reached out over the past few months to our parents in our high school ministry. And I have asked them, what questions are they asking about their student in this current season of their life? So over the next 12 months, we are going to cover 12 specific topics and answer 12 specific questions. And I believe that this will empower you as you parent your high school student. And so in each episode, we are going to have a special guest join us and offer their wisdom and guidance as we tackle these tough questions that you're asking about your high school student. So let's tune in to this week's question. Well, today on the podcast, I have my friend, Mark Eichen. How are you, my brother? I'm doing great, Chase. Thanks for having me in. Good, man. Well, we're so excited that you're here with us today, and uh, I'm excited uh, for, for all the parents uh, out there to, to get to know you a little bit, to get to know your family a little bit, and, and have a conversation um, on this month's topic, which is conflict management. And so we're an easy topic, easy topic. Yeah. We're excited to break that open uh, today in today's episode. And so uh, before we begin and we dive in, I want you uh, to just uh, tell, tell the parents out there a little bit about yourself, what you do here at 12 stone and um, just a a little bit about your family. Okay. Yeah, man. My name is Mark Eichen. I'm the campus pastor at our Hamilton mill campus, been at 12 stone for about 14 years. And uh, I keep saying I've had just about every job at 12 Stone. I can't keep one. I'm not good at any of them. <laughs> That's uh, not true. That's not true. <laughs> and uh, I have a wife, Tina. She's an educator. We've been married for 23 years. And uh, we have three kids. My oldest, Carly, is 21 years old. She's a, a junior in college. I have a daughter, Kayla, who is 18 years old, a freshman in college. Wow. And then a son, Marcus, uh, who's 17, and he's a junior in high school. I love it. So just yeah. with that. You are you you are you are at least qualified to talk about conflict management yeah. with us. I've had today. conflict, yes. Yeah, you've had conflict, <laughs> um, and uh, to the parents out there, he is he's managed it well. I mean, I mean, conversations within Twelve Stone that I've had of of you know wondering who can talk on this topic, and mm-hmm. and I've had multiple multiple people say. Mark. Mark has had plenty of conflict. Yeah, exactly. No, uh, he's managed it well. That that's what they ended with. So, um, so we're excited about that today. And and if you're just tuning in with us as a parent, we're what we're doing here um, on this podcast is we're tackling twelve topics with uh, twelve questions in twelve months. So one topic a month, one question a month, and uh, we're doing this for twelve months. And so this has been super um, helpful. I know just for me, you know, being yeah. able to be in front of people like you. Um, and I have twins, and so I, I have two, and they're 18, uh, 18 months old, which is, yep. you know, I'm, I'm a, ways, a ways away from the teenage years, but the terrible twos are just yes. right around there. You're the having way. conflict. Right, exactly, yeah. Um, but they can't talk back <laughs> yet, right. so it's just like uh, we're trying to figure it out. But um, I want to share with you parents the question that was sent in um, and uh, what we're gonna what we're gonna talk about, and the question is this: It says, uh, "What are what are healthy ways to manage conflict with my high school student?" Mm. And so, you know, we have conflict, and we yep. tackle conflict in probably multiple ways. But I think this I love this question because it says, "What are what are healthy ways uh, to manage conflict uh, with my high school student?" Yeah, um, and I think that there's. Uh, 
there's going to be really great insight from from this question. And so uh, I want you to start off, Mark, with telling us uh, a little bit more about your family and, and how you've kind of parented through your teen, the teenage years. Yeah. It takes absolutely no skill to have conflict. Right. <laughs> but to have healthy conflict is a whole other thing. Yeah. And, and here's what I've experienced. Uh, teens are complex. And, and if you have teens, you're going to have conflict. Um, I remember when my oldest uh, was approaching her teen years, it seemed like everything changed in my house. And, uh, and all of a sudden, she and my wife, they began to argue about everything, man, what she was wearing, what she was doing, her schedule, her friends, her school, everything. Yeah. And I remember calling up Pastor Kevin, and I'm just like, Kevin, is your oldest daughter you know, arguing with Marsha all the time. And, right. and he said, yeah, yeah, that's, that's what <laughs> happens, you know? And uh, when kids turn into teens, they start stretching their wings. Uh, it pushes the boundaries and it naturally causes conflict. Yeah. And so if you have teens, you're going to have conflict. And I think conflict call, uh, falls into two different categories. Uh-huh. I think one of them is that natural conflict, which is part of growing up. Sure. That, that teens are becoming more mature. They're learning new things. Their brains are growing. Yeah. And so they're starting to expand a little bit, and that pushes against us as adults. Mm. And the second one is uh, circumstantial conflict, and that happens through uh, problems, disappointments, failures, things like that. So uh, there's other kinds, but those are two big buckets that conflict generally falls into when you have teenagers. That's great. That's great. And uh, I'm sure the parents out there are like, yes, I know what you're saying when you say both of those things um, yeah. and how there's there's some maybe some difficulty when, when it comes to natural conflict even and then also circumstantial conflict. Um, and so w- within that, um, the two big buckets, um, why uh, is it why is it important uh, to handle conflict in a healthy way? with your student when it comes to natural conflict and when it comes to circumstantial conflict. Yeah. I, th- I think ultimately, if you can have the disposition that you're raising adults, not teenagers, right? Um, your goal is to raise a healthy adult, yeah. which in part is teaching them how to navigate conflict because they need to learn how to do it because they're one day going to have a job with a boss and coworkers, <laughs> and they're one day going to be married and have a spouse, mm-hmm. and then one day they're going to have kids. And uh, they're learning now as teens how they're going to navigate conflict, and you as the adult get to teach them how to do it. My experience tells me that many times we end up uh, wrecking a relationship rather than raising a healthy adult mm. because we make a big deal out of certain uh, conflicts and certain problems as they arise. Yeah. And and it ends up hurting and dis- destroying relationships rather than building relationships. And so we need to learn how to handle it in a healthy way yeah. uh, so that we can raise healthy adults. That's good. I think w- what comes to my mind even when you say that is I think that you know, there is all there. There's most of the time, uh, things are caught more than they're taught, mm-hmm. and so when our high school student and and you you know the high school students out there are are navigating and are in the midst of conflict, they're pretty aware of of how this is being sure. handled, um, and and some of the times I think that we want to you know tell them one thing but we handle it in a different way um and so what have you seen just within your you know experience as a parent 
um, in, in handling conflict of just not teaching conflict. Yeah. I, th- I think the first thing that, that I've learned, and I probably learned it the hard way, is that in navigating conflict with teenagers, you have to be the adult. Yes. It's real simple for us to uh, d- descend into being a teenager again. Right. Because we've lived that, we know how to do it, and we yeah. descend right into that. And we navigate conflict with a teenage mentality uh, rather than with an adult mentality. And again, it's so easy to do. It's, it's, um, so we need to remember to be the adult, and that's in our language. That's in how we resolve things, mm-hmm. meaning I'm going to walk toward my teen uh, in a conflict rather than turn my back, rather than give them the silent treatment, rather than lashing out with my words yeah. and things like that, which is you know unhealthy ways to resolve conflict. And so one of the big things is just to remember that, that you're the adult and to be secure in it because mm-hmm. teenagers can make adults feel insecure. Absolutely. Uh, number one, I think sometimes they know that we don't know what we're doing, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> you know, because we feel like that sometimes. We feel over our head mm-hmm. in raising teens. And, uh, and they're, they're smart, they're fast, they know what they're doing. And, and as a, an adult, it's, it's easy to be insecure. Yep. And so, and they'll prey on that. And so we need to remember that, well, we're the adult and we're okay with this. And we're going to help pull them towards adulthood mm-hmm. rather than us descending into uh, being a teenager. Again. That's, that's good. And, and parents out there, listen, I, I, I want to encourage you in this, and I, I hope that you can, you can agree with me, Mark, mm-hmm. on this. Just in, in, in being a pastor to high school students and, and talking with them and, and, and you know, navigating conversations with them, um, they, they, they need you. Yeah. Like these high school students, they need you as a parent, and they, they, want, uh, they want you to parent them, um, and, and they want you to lead them. Um, yep. and oftentimes I think in the midst of even circumstantial conflict and, and natural conflict, like I think parents maybe feel this push, uh, just like, I, I don't, I don't want you, um, to, to tell me, you know, or, or to show me how to do this or, or like just even in the midst of maybe an argument or, or conflict, it's like, you don't even think that they want you to be their parent um, or, or help them through it or, or navigate conflict with them. Um, But in all reality, they do. Isn't that Um, one of the biggest insecurities that parents face though? Because we think, well, my teen doesn't want to hear from me. Right. But deep down, they really do. They really do. And um, I think navigating conflict is a direct result or how well you navigate conflict is a direct result to the depth of the relationship. That's good. And it doesn't start all the time in their teenage years. It's the investment that you've made up until that point. Yeah. And uh, let's travel this road for a second, because I think that if you do a good job of investing, like right now you have two-year-olds, 18-months-old twins. Right. Yeah. Good luck with yeah, that. Thanks. And, uh, <laughs> but how well you invest now yeah. brings security to both sides of that relationship, yep. meaning they trust you. Mm-hmm and you trust them. Mm-hmm. They trust that you have their best in mind in right. raising them. Yeah. And, and you trust them that they look at you with love and respect. Right. And therefore, when they become teenagers, you're operating from a secure position. Mm-hmm. Um, problems come in when we're get, they get to teenage years and we feel like we're operating from an insecure position yeah. where we don't know if they really want to hear from us. Right. And, um, and they don't know 
either if we're really for them. Yeah. Do they, can they trust us? Yeah. Um, so if you haven't in the past, start now. Absolutely. Investing deeply. Uh, one of the best things I did with my daughter was our bagel dates, we called them. So every Wednesday morning, we met for a bagel date. I figure over her middle school years, you know, 6th, 7th, and 8th grade, we had about 150 bagel dates. I love it. And, love uh, it. But that investment of those, those bagel dates paid off huge yeah. in her teenage years and now even into her college years. Absolutely. Because the relational investment, the trust that's there, the equity that's built up, mm-hmm. she wants to hear from me which yeah. is awesome. Yeah. She still texts, yeah. she still calls, mm-hmm. and, and I want to be involved in her life, and I, I, I can coach her well because of that investment. I love what you said, man, and, and I think that this, your investment and, and the trust that you've built, you're, you're operating as a parent out of love and respect, mm-hmm. and I think that you know that comes out of investment yeah. um, or in, in, in your, you're investing in your high school student, and so I, I think parents out there, that's a that's a key thing of, of like, if you can operate out of love and respect when you approach and you're in the midst of conflict, you will you will manage conflict in a very healthy way. And yeah. so with managing conflict in healthy ways, give mm-hmm. us some, some helpful things that we can apply as parents um, to managing uh, conflict better with our high school student. Yeah. Uh, here's, here's a couple of things. Uh, first, keep your cool. And it's, 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 it's so easy to lose it with teenagers Yes, because very, very much so. they may lose it mm-hmm. and, and they're teenagers. They're mm-hmm. trying to figure out their emotions and navigate their emotions and, and how, how to have mature emotions. Yeah. And so when somebody else loses their cool, it's easy to lose your cool also Yep. or disengage completely. Mm-hmm. And so as, as an adult, keep your cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, the second thing is identify the real issue. Um, a lot of times what you think is the issue isn't really the issue. Mm-hmm. I heard an example one time of, of a parent who got in an argument with their teenage son over uh, the clothes that he was wearing. And, um, you know, the issue wasn't low-hanging baggy jeans, you know. And um, so what was the real issue? And, you know, is it is it because the guy, the guy dressing like that reflects poorly on your parenting? You know, was it something you took personally? Um, was it helping them to realize that how they dress can influence people's perceptions of them? Can it be, I want to help my, my student know how to dress in certain occasions? Yeah. You know, uh, what are the real issues? And, um, and then you have to balance those with the need for a student to, I, I got to be able to choose my own clothes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and so where's that balance? So identify the real issue, um, set realistic consequences mm-hmm. when there is a conflict or a problem. Mm-hmm. Um, I used to, I, I used to j- not joke, but I, I remember shouting out to Marcus one time. He he did something. And I'm like, Marcus, if you ever talk back to your mom again like that, you'll never see the outside of this house. You'll be grounded for the rest of your life. <laughs> I have no intention of grounding him for the rest of his right, life because right, right, I don't right. want him in the house that yeah, often. Exactly, exactly. Um, yeah. It's not a consequence that I can realistically enforce. Mm-hmm. Um, but some of the best consequences yeah. uh, that we've had in our home through conflict or failures or things like that have been ones that have been mutually uh, agreed upon mm-hmm. and, and mutually ideated. That's good. You know, what do you think would be fair yeah. consequence for this? Yeah. Uh, that's in a perfect world. It doesn't right. always happen in a perfect world because you're happening. It's happening in the midst of the conflict. You know, yeah. um, I think one of the the things that you can get to is if you can just understand and accept the fact that as a parent of teens, they're going to disappoint you 
yeah. at certain times, mm-hmm. uh, and they're going to embarrass you at some point. Mm-hmm. As a parent, you get embarrassed when your kid fails, yeah. um, when they get in trouble at school or they get in trouble in their community or they do something stupid on social media or whatever. There's times they're going to embarrass you um, and you take it personal. Sure. Um, but again, you're the adult so help lead them out of their adolescent and teenage thinking into That's adult good. thinking rather than descending into it in insecurity. Yeah. You can't parent from insecurity. No. You have to be secure. And then, and then another uh, piece of that is when you're dealing with your teens, if you're married and you have a husband and a wife in a, in a situation, or even if you're divorced but you have sets of parents, right. you have to have a united front. Do the best that you can. Uh, to enter into a potentially conflicting situation with your teen, mm-hmm. do your best to have that solved as parents beforehand. Yeah. And if it's not, then boy, you better be really good at solving conflict in front of your your teenagers. Yeah. You know, uh, and again, it's, I guess it's an example that, because they're watching how you navigate it with your spouse. Absolutely. So solve it the best you can privately before you go public in front of them with that. That's so good. Well, you have you have anything else? Man, uh, bold, not not to sound cliche because it's really not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But perhaps the most important thing you will ever do is pray with and pray for your teenager. That's good. And again, operate from security, not insecurity. Yep. I'm going to pray the little things and the big things with my kids, mm-hmm. and I'm going to pray for them. Man, I, I write down my prayer requests for my kids, and I'm praying specific things. I'm praying specifically about their... Uh, their friendships, the decisions they have to make, and I'm just a uh, I'm convinced that God will do more mm-hmm. uh, for them and for your relationship with them mm-hmm. through prayer than you can do uh, without Him yep. and on your own good ideas. Yep. So pray hard and pray often with and for your teens. Yep. That's so good, man. Thank you so much for for joining us today and and just giving us some wisdom and and insight from from your experiences and and how you've managed conflict over the years with with your with your high school students and with your kids and and I would just love to do this as we close um, this episode today. Would you pray over our parents that are listening? Um, I think that you know Absolutely. we don't want to just pray for our kids, but. You know, I, I want I want to pray for our parents, and so I, I think that um, that would be really great as we close today's yeah, episode. Yeah, let's do that. So, Father, we come before you, and uh, and I thank you for every parent that's listening, and maybe they're sitting in a car rider line, or maybe they're out uh, jogging, or or doing some exercise, or sitting at home. Um, God, right now, would you just um, just touch them with your presence and let them know that you are with them. It's, it means so much to know that we don't parent alone. Yeah. And, and in many ways, God, all we have to do is reflect the example of how you parent us, because you parent us with such wisdom, with such grace, and such love. Help us to parent our teens with that same um, the grace and love and, uh, and wisdom. And God, I pray for relationships right now that may be struggling, parents that are just heartbroken because their relationship with their teen is damaged or broken. God, would you bring healing? Help us to walk towards our teenagers the same way that Jesus walked towards us. Mm. And help us, uh, God, give them great grace and healing and restoration in relationships. 
And Father, I pray that in just a, a miraculous and powerful way, God, that you would heal. And uh, God, thank you for the privilege. <laughs> yeah, and it is a privilege of being able to raise adults through their teen years. Thank you for the gift, because ultimately we know, God, that, that they're only ours for a short season, but God, they're yours eternally. And so help us to do a great job with it. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Mark, thanks again. And parents, if, if you're listening today and you want more uh, on this topic and you want to ask more questions uh, on, on the topic of conflict management, here's what you do. You go uh, and you, you, you just pull up your email and email us at h12stonecentral at 12stone.com. And we will respond to you. And, and we don't want to just be voices on a podcast, but we want to help you uh, walk through this life as you parent your high school uh, student. So um, thanks for joining uh, in today's episode, and we will see you next month.